Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to shot. Game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Everything's going to G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys NBA Podcast. I'm joined with two strangers to the podcast. Jermaine, how you doing? Very well, very well. Good to have you back on as well, Mike. Yeah, good. It's been a while. Right. We've been holding down the fort here, me and Cal. And nah, you've been doing a good job. Thought, yeah. thought we'd give you guys a bit of a run. <laughs> See how we go. Pre-season. Pre-season. See what we can do. Exciting times, as uh, Cal might say. So, <laughs> Cal's always excited. I'm excited. We've got some basketball to talk about. Um, before we actually get to the basketball that's been played on the court, though... Huge news, probably the biggest news of the off-season thus far and has implications throughout the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo has re-signed to the Milwaukee Bucks on a five-year Supermax deal. I believe the fifth year is a player option, so he's at Milwaukee for at least the next five seasons. Um, He was already signed up for this season, so... Ruins a lot of plans. Ruins a lot of <laughs> a lot of YouTubers out there who were, you know, photoshopping jerseys onto Giannis yeah. and things like that. But um, hundred people's jobs. <laughs> yeah. All those photoshops gone away. So what, what are you guys' immediate impact uh, reaction to that? I think I think it's just great for the NBA. That's all. Like uh, just I just I just don't like these you know super teams being formed and I just yeah. like you know spreading out that talent throughout the NBA and just good good on Milwaukee to uh, to get. Giannis on their team so yeah what do, you, what do you think Mark are you, are you yeah. happy to stay in the east here with your Knicks look I'd rather him leave you know give us, <laughs> give us a bit of chance but nah well done Bucks it would have been pretty shit I think if he gone and joined Miami Heat or a yeah. Yeah. Philly or whatever he was uh, rumoured to go to I was, I was a bit surprised how sort of early into this season he did sign it yeah yeah I, I was expecting him to draw this out to next season yeah um but I'm happy. I'm happy that he's done this. Look, I like you, Jermaine. I, I was the super team thing that, yeah. that, that era of the NBA. I wasn't a big fan of. You know, it just felt like. And and Giannis had the the opportunity to do that. Whether he went to the Heat, less less so. But like you know, if he went to like a Mavericks or he went to even a Lakers, was some rumors out there. I don't yeah. know if that was impossible. But just the fact that now he's he's locked in Milwaukee. He's he's he has the potential to be a one team player which is rare I like to see that so um, and it just good sort of balance in the league there so um, I'm happy for that it would have sucked for them to make all those tra- trade all those picks for Drew yeah. Holiday and then lose him as well so yeah. I think that solidifies that reasoning for that trade so and they, they've got a really good team as well they're, they're, they're really, going to contend yeah, yeah. really good um, pieces yep, Drew Holiday Bogdanovich as well um, no, they didn't get Bogdanovich. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, they didn't get him. <laughs> they fucked that one up. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's still good anyway. Drew, Drew Holiday. Yeah. They'll be back up there, back there in the... Drew Holiday is definitely... Time. He's an upgrade over Blitz, so... Yeah. 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 So I think they're a better team than last year. Um, probably still a little bit of spacing issues on the team. But yeah. I think it's just the lack of, like, a true closer, really. Yeah. That's what hurts him. Well... Giannis has the potential to be that guy, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, the other preseason news that's more recent, um, uh, Photo was doing the rounds on, on Twitter and on, a, and on Instagram. Um, James Hart, <laughs> we've had a bit of drama. He's, he's, um, he's, been, he's been a busy boy. Yeah. 
but he's uh, he's come back looking a bit bit chunky. <laughs> um, he's looking thick. <laughs> are we worried? Or do we think he's like not ready for the season, or or is this just part of what James Harden does? I mean, he did it last year. He's looking a bit thicker than last year, but <sighs> yeah. he did come back a bit fat last year. I'm worried about his attitude. He's been a bit of a like diva. Yeah. Oh, he's been a dick. Yeah, like, yeah. just an outright straight dick. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's taken he's taken the whole player empowerment too far. I yeah, reckon. but like the like imagine being like his teammate though. Like he literally like preseason training like like is happening and he's not even there. He's in like he's in Vegas. Like, he's at strippers. Yeah. He's at uh, rappers parties. Yeah. You know, posting on Instagram himself. Yeah. Clearly doesn't give a fuck, and he's he's been denying it to the media as well. I don't know if you saw that interview of like him. He was on um he was being yeah, he was being interviewed at the stage, and they're like, oh, you know, why haven't you been at training? And he's just been like, oh, I mean, why you've been in Vegas this whole time? And he's like, no, nah, I've just been training. <laughs> <laughs> and like the the reporter just keeps asking him, but he's just like, no, nah, I've been at training, just like doing the yeah. thing. Classic yeah, NBA so. players, just come on. Yeah, a bit frustrating for uh, Houston players, but look yeah. as a as a fantasy, I actually drafted. James Harden in a dynasty league um, mm-hmm. this week. Um, I'm not too concerned. Like the the whole my my bigger concern for him is if he goes to like the Nets. Um, just as an NBA fan, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. But like he, he's done this before. Like you said, he's rocked up before overweight, and and he's a bigger guy anyway. Like he's not the kind of player that's you know fucking running up and down the court like in lightning speed he relies on his strength and his size he moves his weight around Um, so that's not really the strength of his game so I'm not not too worried I don't think he's going to be he's not going to have a drop off this year I don't think yeah if he stays at Rockets he'll still be the best fantasy player yeah 100% and and I would hazard to, to guess most other locations that he goes to he'll still be a top one two maybe worst case scenario three fantasy player but mm. it's just that Brooklyn team specifically with the likes of Kyrie and Durant if they both stay there then it's a risk but literally all 20 other teams that if he gets traded to yeah. it's it's not a big deal do you see him um, as the sort of player that could like potentially you know if he doesn't get his way he might just sit out because and, and, he, he seems like he's, he's making he's kind of leaning towards I, that I don't that think stage. so so if we're sort of comparing this to like Anthony Davis a few years yeah, ago yeah. you know he was sitting at games those restings mm. I don't think I don't think James Harden's going to do this for two reasons number one he's less injury prone than Anthony Davis so you don't have as much of an excuse there mm. and number two he's got two years left on his contract yeah. um, whereas Anthony Davis at that time only had the one, the one year yeah. left um, so I think Rockets have much more leverage in this situation than the Pelicans did in that. So, um, and I believe in terms of the NBA cause, he, he has to rock up to the NBA season. And, and there's a certain, I don't exactly know, but if, if he doesn't um, fulfill his contract, they yeah. can basically say, well, your contract never started. Yeah. Um, and you've still got two years, even if he sat yeah, this year, okay. basically. So there's not as much risk of that than I think people are putting out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I know like some NFL players have sat huge chunks of the seasons. The NBA players, the way their contracts set up, that that's not possible. Yeah, they're obliged to play. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of money at stake. So, um, some more some more news off the top here. Gordon Hayward can't catch a break. Man, <laughs> can't sucks. catch a break. A, a vulsion fracture, um, right hand pinky finger, I think. Uh, yeah, fifth metacarpal. Something um, like that. Yeah. Something like that. But basically, puts his start of the season in doubt. Um, how do you feel if you're the Hornets, Mike? Oh, Devastating. <laughs> 120 mil. They were, they were pushing for that eighth seed. Oh, they were excited. 
I was I was quite quite keen to see him like in that star role again. See yeah. sort of if he can return to that Utah level. So it's yeah, it's disappointing. It's not it's not a horrible injury, you know. Like it's a broken finger. Yeah, he'll come back. It's you know he could even make the start of the season. Um, it, it might be in doubt just because it's Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I don't know. They yeah. just might be cautious, but they just paid him 120 million dollars, but. I don't. I think shouldn't miss too much time. Yeah, it's just it was just kind of like the excitement leading towards the yeah. season. Everyone was kind of rooting for this guy to you know finally have his his time for, time to shine again. And then yeah, just makes that yeah. makes that contract look a bit worse. I think. Yeah. More time for Lamelo though. Hey. More, more time for yeah Lamelo with the ball in his hand. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about Melo in in, in the uh, preseason portion of the pod. The last little note that we've got here, and this is this has got fantasy implications, but um, it looks like the Washington Wizards have confirmed that they're going to give Westbrook the same treatment that they had planned on giving John Wall, which is basically, um, I don't know if it's less so about limiting minutes, but he's definitely going to be resting on back-to-backs. Um, were you guys surprised when you heard this? Like, Westbrook's, for all we know, healthy. I mean, he's had knee injuries in the past. Um, yeah, no, that's actually, it is a big surprise, I thought. I, I didn't know he was in that sort of shape. I don't know if he's if he's still dealing with something yeah. that's un- underlying, but yeah, didn't know that. So yeah, kind of yeah. Well, I heard stories that he came back the first day of preseason, was in like three four hours early, and was last to leave. So like, yeah, you would assume he's fully fit if he's doing that. And then yeah, he's he's been one of the players that is sort of been quite against the resting resting culture that's developing in the NBA. I think this year you'll find that there's. There, there'll be a lot of players resting back-to-backs and not necessarily people who you would normally think just because of this, the, the nature of the season mm-hmm. and just like those like those condensed fixtures of um, three games and four nights there's going to be a lot more of those um, obviously the shorter off-season that we've had um, you know teams might be you know, in, in the Eastern Conference where there seems to be a clear top six or seven teams they're going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. like I feel like the Wizards with the talent of Beal and Westbrook, they'll make the playoffs. In so the East, yeah. This will be their first chance to actually make some noise. Um, so they're going to really protect that, I, yeah. I feel. Um, and I think a lot of... There'll be a few healthy players that they'll rest back-to-back. So I think we've got to get ourselves ready for that um, for this season. Mm. Um, all right, well, well, we'll touch on a bit of preseason stuff, guys. Um, first thing that I wanted to touch on is a few guys coming back from injuries. Um what are your thoughts on the guys who people like John Wall, Boogie Cousins, Durant, Blake Griffin, those sort of types? Um, who sort of jumped out at you guys the most as like the biggest surprise, and who looks the best to you coming off their injury? I'll start with you, Jermaine. I think John Wall look, looks good. Eh? Yeah, you know he's surprisingly after he hasn't played a game in like good two years. Yeah, but um, you know coming off Achilles, he looks like he's you know back to old. Not quite old. I don't want to say that, but he's looking quick. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the, that was a huge portion of his game. So if he's got that speed behind him, he's going to be able to facilitate it, do his thing. Yeah, he's um well, ACL and Achilles. Yeah, like, the double. That's, yeah, that's the double that's career hard. ender right there. So, <laughs> yeah. he's, took him a good two years to get over it, but um, yeah. I was, yeah, just hope that he stays healthy. But he's looking pretty good. Yeah, um, I think I think it'll be interesting to see him and well, uh, depending on how long it goes, but it'll be interesting to see how him and Harden sort of gel like. yeah they're both ball dominant yeah yeah I mean obviously they you sort of saw a similar play in Westwood could like work alongside Harden and I thought it looked actually pretty good yeah um, so well it was pretty bad for a while until yeah. they changed the system where Westbrook sort of 
Westbrook sort of post up point guard. Yeah, he sort of took over and, yeah. and stopped shooting jump shots and got to the rim a lot more. Which hallelujah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> wanting to do that for ages. I think John Wall will be more open to doing that, like open yeah. to playing those kind of schemes and, and playing within the team strategy. Yeah, I think he'd just be thrilled to be on an NBA court again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's got his running mate Boogie Cousins. Did yeah. you you watch a bit of Boogie preseason work, Mike? Yeah, yeah. He's not bad. I still look at him as sort of like that defensive yeah. liability he was towards the end of Golden State, where I can't see him playing huge minutes if if yeah. Rockets are wanting to be a legit team again. Well, if you look at their look at their big man situation, they've got him, they've got Christian Wood, and they've got this weird situation going on with PJ Tucker apparently. Is, have, is not happy with his contract and, right. and I don't know what kind of leverage he got <laughs> but, um, but they don't have many big men there like they don't have yeah. the, or, and especially they don't have many defensive big men so yeah. I don't know Like they're, they're going to have to be forced to play him some minutes oh he'll get minutes I don't think he's like he's done as, in terms of like the boogie we knew you yeah. can't see him ever returning back to that level mm. yeah so um, from, a, from a fantasy point of view do you, do you, are you more encouraged by the the how, how these boys John Wall and Boogie Cousins have looked do you think that they should be going higher than, than what they're being selected so I think in our draft where did these guys go who um, we got John Wall went in the 7th round so close to pick in our, in our draft with the 10 man league that's mm-hmm. about pick 61 by Michael as well that was you yeah so you, you went with it. <laughs> you went you went a, uh, that was a bit earlier than I would have liked to get in but I think it's looking like the right sort of range now um, you're pretty happy with that yeah he's looking good you think he'd be what? What? What's your I expectation? Think, I think like ceiling is like forty fifties. Yeah, and then I'm hoping like floor is no lower than like a sixty five seventy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, you're not not too concerned about the racing back to backs. Well, I think like you said, lots of players yeah. are going to do it. So yeah, it's not going to be an anomaly. I think I think the key with those guys there is like you just don't want to stack them. You don't you don't want yeah. too many guys. Yeah. You know. So I know for myself, I drafted. Kawhi Leonard early in the draft um, so I was very conscious of not having those type of players yeah. um, it, you know I didn't want some injury players like Kemba Walker or or John Wall even if they were falling lower than, than what was value so yeah. I was very conscious of that mm. um, what are your thoughts on, on Boogie and John Wall in a fantasy sense yeah I think um, well DeMarcus I don't think I, I honestly don't, I'm similar um along the lines of Michael I don't think he's going to get enough minutes to make an impact I, I don't think he needs many yeah like he because I, I still rate his offensively he's still very skilled he's yeah. going to he's going to shoot I reckon he's going to shoot a lot of threes this season I think yeah. so he's going to average you know, at least two maybe two to three yep. and still get your rebounds but defensively he's not going to get you any steals or blocks so well, of, uh, I don't know. Like he, he's the kind of player that gambles a lot. Yeah, you know? sneaky hands. He, yeah, he, he, he gets through, in yeah. there. Yeah. So but, I think that could translate to some stats. Like I'm not saying yeah, he's a good defender, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's like Andre Drummond sort of type, where he'll reach in and, and it'll it'll get him a steal a game. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So maybe. But I, yeah, I, I think, I think I there's think some real there. steal potential with Demarcus Cousins. He went in, in round 13 in our draft, and I think that yeah. that's that's a great pick at round 13. Like yeah. what are you, in the 130s, you know, like. It's worth a flyer. Yeah, I think he's got easy top 80 upside. 
Ooh, I, I don't think he plays, and I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be healthy this season. It wouldn't surprise me yeah. if like third game in the season. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's done more than John Wall. He's done his Achilles like yeah, two or three he's times. He's collecting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he had, he had a quad ACL. Yeah. He had the quad on top of the ACL and Achilles yeah. duo. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I just don't think he's not. He's going to play enough games. This, There's a lot of Achilles going around in that Rockets team because there was another guy that just did. His, oh, someone just did. Yeah, Clemens. Clemens uh, yeah, yeah, Clemens just did his Achilles. <laughs> There's a lot of Achilles rehab going on in that team. <laughs> All right, well, um, we'll move on. The other guy I did want to touch in that I thought looked really good was Blake Griffin. And I've, we've talked about on this podcast before. Caleb and I put him on our bus list. Um, <laughs> but he, he looks pretty good, and he's, he's a player that, you know, yes, he is a, he was an athletic player in his, in his prime, but he does have, like, the ability to pass and get assists, and he's developed a bit more of a jump shot. So um, can still put up stats on this team. I just don't know... What the the Detroit Pistons are going to be? What are they going to be doing with that team? Like I don't know. Yeah, Blake, Blake can't be part of their plans. That's the hard thing. You don't know what they're doing with yeah. that team. But I think Blake's due a comeback year. I think last year was just a weird one. Yeah. That was it was a bit like Draymond Green. Just wasn't his season. But Blake Griffin um, prior to last year had already been sort of editing his game away from such a reliance on his athleticism. Yeah, he's been doing that for a few years. So I think that decline isn't going to hit him as hard as some people think. I think he's yeah. still a super highly skilled player that if every super highly skilled player. He is. You're uh, a I, hate I, rate You're a hate I rate him. I rate him. <laughs> Look, I think he put up stats. He, he can get stats. I don't, I don't no, know. You're a hater. <laughs> we had a conversation off camera. This guy can <laughs> not play Griffin. Look, I like him as 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 a, a stat getter, <sighs> but as an impact NBA player, I'd, I'd have my reservations. But yeah. um, this guy, this this guy can do it all, man. Where, where, where did he go in our in our draft? Did Vidad took him? Did Vidad take oh, him? Oh, he would have been like, oh yeah, tenth round. So he got to, to me. I think Boogie Cousins could be could outperform Blake Griffin this year. I think the sole purpose. I think the reason why is because I don't think he's he's particularly motivated. Yeah. On this team. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. and that's what we saw of him last year. I mean, he rested. He, he was injured. He was rested a lot last season, but there was just nothing to play for. Yeah. And you know, if he maybe if, if he's on a team where they're you know competing or something, he might you might seem a bit more from yeah. him. But at this point, not really sure what they're doing. In oh, they're, they're they're tanking hard. I can tell you right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now. They are they are going for that that Cade Cunningham pick. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's open up to you guys. Any other sort of things that sort of took your eye in the preseason? I'll start with you, Mike. Anything that's sort of captured your eye? How's New York looking? <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> Beat the Cavs. Don't yeah. know if I want to. I want to finish dead last and get Cade Cunningham. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm big on him. Yep. So uh, yeah, I think like let's chill out on yeah. beating Cavs. <laughs> well, uh, it's not a huge accomplishment. Let's. Well, every every little thing counts on <laughs> your Knicks fan. Uh, have you have you noticed anything particular with um, sort of like you know we've got your Obi Toppin and, and things like that going on? How's the rotation looking? no idea what's happening with that front court rotation <laughs> yeah it's a bit up in the air um, I don't mind what I see from Obi Toppin he's sort of he's got all the like foundational pieces to be a decent player not an all star but a decent player it's just a matter of putting it together not the best situation to put it together I'll admit but yeah. uh, I'm not mad at it no you're, you're pretty high on him in, in terms of the rookie of the year race are you if he gets minutes if yeah. he gets minutes yeah okay alright fair enough mm. um, you know who else got minutes though RJ Barrett he got a lot of minutes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that worked out for him but he did get a few minutes I think did RJ finish yeah. like third in rookie of the year he wasn't way off with it I mean he was actually playing like no he did 30. I think um, I think Kendrick Nunn got there actually yeah. so he was second oh no was that 
Nah, he wasn't even in the top. No, top Kendrick Nunn nearly got it. Nah, but RJ it wasn't like, good. He played like 37. <laughs> yeah. Did he leave the league? He, he left yeah, the league. I think he did. Oh, but he was he was somewhere around 38, so oh, wouldn't know. be surprised. Yeah, I'm calling cool it now. I'm not, not a big RJ Barrett fan, but um, I, I want to talk more about this um, center rotation um, and bring it back to fantasy. So Mitchell Robinson, we know the permanent upside, um, and we also know the permanent upside of Nellis Noel. Um, uh, I like your pick in the draft. You actually selected Nellis Noel in the 14th round. Um, which I think could be a huge steal. Steal and block a game. Yeah, um, in limited that. minutes. So yeah. I, I it, in the games that he's played, he did play the last New York game, um, but in the games Nils Noel has played, he's started. So do you think? Do we think that he's like going to be the starter? I, I tend to lean that way, personally. I think he's going to be the starter on opening night. What do you think, Jermaine? Oh, I just don't like both of them as players. That's a thing. Like, But if you have to choose between those two, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have much option. Like... <laughs> Like stuck in a rock and a hard place. Yeah, <laughs> hey, come on, that's I'll, our front court. I'll, gi- I'll give it to Nerlens, yeah, 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 just because he's got a bit more, I guess, time under his belt. <laughs> he's been in the league a bit more. But, but is that what you want as a Knicks? Do you want to put the guys who have had time under their belt? Don't you want to play the young guys? But no, he's, he's still relatively young, and he's got that. He's 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 still got a. Um, a bit more. Oh no, I don't know. Go go to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> who do you who do you want to start? I refuse to give up on Nolan's Noel, both as a fantasy player and a legitimate prospect. You're, you're thinking you're with your fantasy team right now, aren't you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> even before, like I liked him at OKC last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm, he still has a chance to like be an OK NBA player. I think I think his ego has come down a bit. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I think, he embraced his role more in OKC. I think that's that's big because I think at the start of his career he was coming in. He was well, highly he was, he was like the number one pick yeah. until like the last day of the draft. Yeah, I think he injured. He he injured yeah. his knee or something like that. He, but. he even like um, turned down like a pretty decent deal as well because he was thinking he, he was going to yeah. capitalize yeah, on the future. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I agree. And now that he's embraced his role, he's, he's he can have an impact on, on a winning team. Yeah. Um, whether or not I don't know he sticks around long enough. I don't know. I think I think Thibodeau is less inclined. I think. For the Knicks' perspective, probably developing Mitchell Robinson is more in their interest. But yeah. I don't know if Thibodeau, how he's going to coach, is quite in line with the Knicks rebuilding yeah. as much as they'd want. So, yeah. and I think he has come out and said Mitchell Robinson's got a bit bit of a ways to go. Yeah, and so I'd I'd be surprised if Mitchell Robinson's the starter. I feel like we could have called that as soon as they announced Tom Thibodeau was yeah. the coach, like that he was going to stunt the growth of guys like yeah. Mitchell Robinson because he's never been a big young guy. No, like sort of playing minutes to rookies. So. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't think I don't think Robinson's going to start. I think Nerlens is going to get that nod at least for the first sort of few months of the season. So I'm I'm way down on Mitch Robinson in terms of fantasy. I've never been a big fan. He's like a boom or bust. In he's only good at two categories. Well, the beauty of the two players is they have produced their the defensive stats is what yeah, makes them valuable, yeah, and yeah. they've both produced them in limited minutes. Yeah, if they both get so twenty four, they're sharing. They're going to be as valuable as you, they've ever been. You should you should draft both of them yeah. definitely, and and both of them are worth a roster spot, even if they are getting twenty four minutes each, yeah. um, no doubt. But I just with not only the foul trouble of Mitch Robinson, but also the fact that Nerlens could get you know twenty eight thirty minutes as opposed to twenty four, leaving him with like eighteen, you know. Then I'm like, I don't know, I'm not too hyped about it. And and again, even if he gets minutes, yeah, he's he's good on a ranking system. But again, he's only if he's if you don't want field goal percentage and blocks, there's no point having him on your team. Like he's literally there for two categories, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so um, just make sure you keep that in mind when you're drafting a um, 
uh, drafting Robinson. Um, but I think for me, I'm leaning more towards it, liking Maryland a bit more. Um, yeah. So good pick of round 14 there, bud. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you noticed in the preseason so far, Jermaine? Has been a, been a hot player over your Lakers. Oh yeah, THT Taylor Holton Tucker. THT is that we give him a nickname. That's what they've been calling him. That's what they've been calling him now. He's looking pretty good. He's looking yeah. He's he's definitely is he is he he's he's a second year player. Second year yeah. And he barely played any last year. Right. And I mean he's yeah he's looking he's looking pretty nice. He's pretty versatile. He's like I think he's he's six five, but he got like a seven foot one wingspan. He looks like he's long. Yeah, he's just a long boy. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> we need but, some sound bites. <laughs> but um, to be honest, like it, it's great to see him that he's playing that like that. But um, I don't think he's still going to play too much on in the, in the yeah. season, though. Yeah, he's, he's got too much competition um, ahead of him. Could you? I, could I make the argument that he's like better than? Some of the guys getting minutes though, like you know, oh yeah, for sure. You yeah, know, yeah. someone like uh, I don't want to say it, but Carl Kuzma or or like you know, he he yeah. looked really good. Like he what he hit the game winner in their preseason game after playing forty four yeah, minutes yeah, and yeah. put up like thirty three points. Yeah, he put a solid stat line. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a great stat yeah. line. So. Um, he looks poised out there. Mm. Um, is he is he older? Do you, do you guys he does him? look a bit older. No, no, he's actually he's pretty young. He's like twenty one. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll have to, um, oh, if he fact, fact check that, but yeah, I, I'd like to. Yeah, I I like what he has, like the the, the um, this combination of offense and defense, yeah. and his ability to be able to potentially guard threes, maybe even fours. But um, but yeah, I think if he does climb the ranks, yeah, all, all for it. But I don't think he's quite there yet. I don't think I'm not going to say he's better than Kuzma. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, Kuzma's just been. Don't be, don't be disrespecting him. This is what everyone was saying about Kuzma last before. Yeah, fair enough. Time. That's a good point. Actually. And then all of a sudden, the yeah. Kuzma. I was never on the Kuzma wagon. I don't know. He's good. Just because he was compared to Jason Tatum. That's what yeah, that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a bit he was, of he was a threat for a bit. A threat. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's still good, man. Um, do you think if you were on a dynasty fantasy league mm. would you spend a late pick to just sort of stash him when you're on your roster just in case there's some injuries or something or yeah. do you think he's a bit of a, a, a long shot of getting any any sort of relevant minutes oh, I I don't think he's going to get much minutes this year still but I'd still you know late pick anyway if yeah. not just chuck him he's got some upside yeah exactly yeah yeah, I, I tend to agree with you in terms of like it seems like it's tough to like this team's got championship aspirations, so yeah. they're not in the business of playing young guys. In saying that, I think that he's a talent. I think yeah. that he de- deserves minutes. Mm. To be honest, I think he should be in their ten man rotation, but probably not enough at this stage to warrant a a spot on a dynasty roster. If yeah. it's a deep dynasty and you've got lots of players, then then, then maybe. Um, but definitely someone to keep on your watch list. I would yeah. say at this point, potentially yeah. if an injury comes around, you can quickly swoop in and grab him. But. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, I don't want to overhype as well because it's it's literally been two preseason games, and to me that doesn't mean too much anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes in the regular season. Yeah, um, uh, one player I want to highlight um, that I've, I I think is uh, whose stock is rising from a fantasy set is um, is Markel Fultz. Um, I think he is set to have a big year, and so does Callum, who drafted him fairly high um, <laughs> in the eighth round, so close to. Well, that'd be close to pick 80 there, um, which, you know, and his ADP, I think, is closer to about 100. So, Callum was keen to get him on, on his team, but I think I think it's a, a good selection there. He's going to be clearly their number one point guard. He's yeah. looking looking fast. The jump shot still looks a bit funny. 
Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen it. He's got still that little bit of a hitch, but mm. he's hitting a couple of them. But he's looking fast. He's making good decisions. And their only real backup point guard is um, Cole Anthony. Yeah, the rookie. So I don't know how many meaningful minutes he will get. Or they could even play together a yeah. little bit. So um, I think that... Um, I think he could be ready for a big breakout season, Marco Fultz. So, um, you guys like like his fantasy outlook? Yeah, for sure. He's with DJ gone, keys are in his court yeah. um, to run that offense, and he is a player that can sort of, if he is given full control, can really put up some stats. He 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 was like he was a beast at, coming out of college. There's a reason he was number one. Yeah, like he he was really really good, and and he was the right number one pick at the time. And then all these shoulder things came out yeah. afterwards. So. Yeah. His like statistical game translates really, really well to fantasy. Um, it's just these shoulder things that have derailed us early in his career. So. How how high do you think? Like, where's his ceiling in terms of fantasy rank this season? This season, I think he could approach maybe like sixty-ish. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, assists, steals. You know those. How many assists do you reckon he's getting a game? I could, he could reach up to six assists a game. I think. You know, then that's got value. You know, and and you know maybe he pushes up to like 17, 18 points a game. His free throw's still oh. trash. That's going to hurt his rank a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean ranking, it's it's a tough yeah. thing because if you if you're different builds and different things like that. But mm. I don't know if he's going to take too much to, to hurt your free throw. Like you know, like I know it's a big stretch for Andre Drummond, like, but he could be more like Alonzo Ball. I think maybe a bit more than I th- that. I think he's too much of a slasher. I do, yeah. He's going to be. He's going to be yeah. getting to the to the. To he's going to get steals. He gets blocks as a guard. Like he's long. He can get. He gets some blocks. I think if you, especially if you're not counting turnovers, which I don't count. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like an eight category ranking, I think he could push up sixty to seventy. But his good games, all his good games he's had in the league, is when he's taking into the rack because the jump shot is. That's fine. Yeah, look, yeah look but that means, like that means his free throws are going to be higher than you think. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can compare him to a, like, you know, a, a De'Aaron Fox or or someone like a, a Ja Morant is someone who I can bet. But even he's got more steals and blocks than, than someone like a Ja Morant. So um, maybe not as much yeah. in terms of the percentages, but... I can still see him get. I reckon he's more in like seventies, eighties range. Okay, Ooh. fair enough. I mean, he's getting drafted outside the pick hundred, I think, at the yeah. moment. Is his and that's that's a good case. Yeah, it could go wrong yeah. as well. I'm 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 not a fan of Marco Fultz at all. Oh, I don't think he's gonna finish. I think he's gonna, he'll be he'll be outside the hundred, honestly. Really? Ooh. This dude. Why? Why's that? I just think he's good, he's a good player. I don't think he's got the IQ. I don't think his his first of all his shooting is 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 bad. Yeah, and, look, it's definitely weak, and it's def- and that's just on a, on a bad team like the Orlando. It's just not. Orlando have some spacing. They've got though. spacing. They they got some good shooters. Terrence on that Ross team. is a good like three point. Evan shooter. Fournier, Vucevic can shoot it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not still not a fan of that team anyway. Oh, I'm not a fan of the team. Yeah. But I'm saying the the space that they allow him to get into the rim, which is how he's going to generate stats. Mm. Um, I still, I think his shooting's still an issue, and it's gonna it's still gonna haunt his game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah well. Let us know in the comments where you draft Markel Fultz. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, move on. I want to talk some rookies now. So um, a bit of a theme that I've noticed on the preseason game. Now, this is obviously the shortest sort of preseason we've had. Training camps have been condensed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of rookies are coming off huge breaks from college seasons. So um, it makes sense that a lot of the rookies are starting on the bench in all these preseason games. I think the only rookie that I've seen start has actually been Killian Hayes. I don't know if, if you guys have seen anyone else start as a rookie. 
Acora. Not that I've noticed. Oh, yeah, Acora, yeah, he might have started for Cleveland. That's a good shout. He's actually looked pretty good. But um, I think outside of those two, every other rookie, I think, started on the bench. Even some, you know, we I thought LaMelo Ball would start day one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, they're bringing him along a bit slower. Um, Obi Toppin started on the bench. I think even Anthony Edwards has come off the bench yeah. a little bit there. So um, who's impressed you from the rookie class, Jermaine? Probably the most that I've seen is and I still don't even like saying this because I'm not a fan of this rookie class just LaMelo Ball yeah I think his yeah. playmaking is still something that's going to translate into the NBA um, so yeah I think he's he's still look, he's looking comfortable handling the rock and that's what he's I guess was drafted to do he's playing free like he's, yeah. he's turning the ball over a little bit but but obviously like those passes man like they're yeah they're like elite level yeah. passes um yeah, I would agree. You, you, you like in Lamella? Yeah, I love to see that he's playing confident, that he hasn't let sort of the bigger stage sway away from what makes his game good. Yeah, and yeah that that's, that's that, a good point. That, that confident playmaking ability, that sort of X factor that you can't teach. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think as he gets more experience, like this is obviously preseason, he's getting acclimatized to the NBA. I think I think he's going to be really good this year, and I, I don't think it's going to be long before he's starting for them. No. Um, who goes to the bench? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's Terry Rozier or Graham, but but I think at some point early in the season he's going to be starting. I think it's got to be Graham, just from a pure defensive standpoint. Yeah, Terry yeah. Rozier can actually guard some players, but then you run into a bit of spacing issues. Like you know, I think Graham's a better shooter. True, Lamelo's. You know, there's been question marks. He's he's made a few threes. Like he, he he's been active on and willing to shoot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> willing to, right, willing always, to he's always willing to <laughs> yeah. that won't be a problem yeah um, yeah but those, that passing man like that behind the back pass yeah. Yeah. that was nuts he's looking like, was, he's looking nice in the open court yeah, yeah. and oh, even like I, I love his like driving to the rack that behind the head oh, like drop off pass yeah, he's done yeah. that a few times and that's that's going to give him a lot of assists this yeah. year so I'm glad he's on my fantasy team I think he's, <laughs> he's going to put up some stats probably won't score very well but um, you know he's going to get plenty of rebounds. He's been rebounding well. Lots of yeah. lots of assists, steals. Um, he'll get you like a little bit of threes just from sheer volume. Yeah. Um, be aware of the percentages, but <laughs> I'm punting free field goal percentage, so I don't care. Um, who's impressed you, Mike? Tyrese Halliburton. Oh yeah. You I was I was mad when Knicks didn't take him. Yeah. And then I got over it a bit. I sold myself on the Obi Toppin, and then I've watched Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> in preseason, and he does look very good. <laughs> can confirm he yeah. looks good. He's just like he's quick. He's long. He's pretty like he can take a bump when he takes it to the. He's yeah. just like he's got all the tools to be a great player. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I think there's going to be a few teams that regret passing on, yeah. on Halliburton. And it's not like it was a secret. Like no. Everyone was saying, this guy's the most intelligent point guard in the class. Like He's a sure thing. He's not going to be a bad player. And, and the other way to think, like, he's big. Yeah. He's like, and that's what you want in today's NBA, I think. Yeah. You, want, you want big guards because you're going to come up against like your Lukas and, and your Ben Simmons exactly. and things like that. So, use so like, I think that's going to be something that's going to be growing in importance in the NBA is, is having size at the guard position. So, yeah, I think, I think it looks good too. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been starting, has, has he been? No, Buddy Heald's been No, he's been coming he? off the bench, but yeah. still playing like 25 minutes, roughly. And before the podcast, you had a, you had a pick of him being a yeah, rookie of the year? I think he's a shout. I at, think, the, at this, I'm at this back, spot right now. I'm going to back Obi Toppin. Oh, oh. you're flip-flopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think Tyrese Halliburton is probably going to be the best. Maybe LaMelo Ball is the best, but like top two out of like rookies that yeah, developed okay. from this class. But I think Obi Toppin... I don't know. Maybe it's it's biased. Yeah. But I think if he gets minutes, he can put up points and people just fucking... That, that, that is what wins yeah. rookie of the year, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just score the most points. 
Um, look, the, the, those are probably the best picks for me. The, the only other ones that I would wanted to shout out, like he hasn't played too well, but um, I haven't had a chance to say this on the pod, but I love me some Killian Hayes, and I, I think he's going to be good. And and um, we'll talk about our award predictions in another pod, but. He's going to get minutes early. He's going to get lots of rope to, to make mistakes and things like that. Um, so I, I, he hasn't looked great so far. He looks tentative, like the opposite of what LaMelo Ball's looking like. He looks yeah. like he's a bit... But that's what preseason's for, you know? Like, you get, get your feet wet. Um, I think as the season goes on, he'll he'll shine a bit more. And um, once Blake Griffin gets injured, which <laughs> inevitably, inevitably will happen, yeah. I think he'll get more responsibility. So... Um, we might move on to the second part of our, our pod. Um, we're calling this the My Guys. Now, I want to I give a shout-out to the fantasy footballers who I have borrowed this idea from. Um, they, borrowed, we're giving it back. Yeah, we'll give it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. So, But our, our guys, basically, people on, and we're doing this from a fantasy standpoint, people who were really high on that, we're higher than the consensus, basically, who, you know, it doesn't have to happen, but more than likely have appeared on our draft, on our team's, multiple seasons so um, I'll throw it over to you Jermaine who is your first my guy the first my guy is Draymond Green Draymond Green yes okay sell me on Draymond Green he sucked last year <laughs> people think he sucked last year but he was just doing all he could honestly and because was he doing all he could I mean the, from what they had you know yeah. he, because that's what that's what his game is he's, he's, he is a the main facilitator for the for the Warriors besides Steph Curry, so yeah. without with a bunch of new players, completely you know new, yeah new roster, it was kind of hard to get that chemistry. And so operating that um that Warriors offense was a bit bit tough to do. Yeah, and so obviously less talented, so less assists and everything. But I think this year with Steph being back, you know Steph is just a god. I'm just He's going to be, My God, he's a god, man. He's he is. He, is. he looks really good in that first. Oh, yeah. I think the, uh, maybe it was their second yeah. preseason yeah. game. Yeah. Twenty nine points. He looked. He came out didn't miss a just, beat. just the spacing he's going to offer, and yeah. the, just the way he's going to open up the court to make Draymond just you know just find guys in those spots. He, he's just going to be. He's going to be back to. I think back to very similar to what he was in his um peak days. His peak days. So in his peak days, he was as high as a top 20 player yeah. um, way back when in 2015-16. I don't think he's getting that high. But look, last year, as horrible as we remember him being, and he only played 28 minutes, he was the 86th ranked player last year. Yeah. Um, I, I, I reckon if you asked a lot of people that you wouldn't think he, that he was a top 100. Though, yeah, guess, you wouldn't yeah. think he'd be a top 100 because he was, he was pretty bad last year. You know, put up what was it, eight points a game, you know, but still six rebounds, six assists, a steal yeah. and a half, nearly a block a game. Mm. Percentage is awful, yeah. um, but but someone who can fill it up. So I, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to have a bounce back season. Mm. Um, just a tough person to draft though. Like someone who doesn't score over 10 points a game. Yeah. Like it, it depends on your, your build, obviously. Yeah. Um, with him, you're yeah, you're not gonna get in. You might have to even reach for him in your fifth or sixth round to get yeah. him, which is what I did. But um, I, I obviously I balanced it with a few other points guys in, in my team. Yeah, but so I obviously think, you, you've gone with someone like a CJ McCollum after him, even yeah, like yeah. late in there in the draft, a Montrez Harrell and yeah. Dennis Schroeder, who are just your point scorers trying yeah. to make up for those points. Trying to make up for those scores, pretty much, yeah. But I, I think he's going to fill it up this year. So, yeah, fair enough. He, he's going to be one of the minor guys. One of your, one of your guys. My guys. <laughs> All right, Mike. Who's your first my guy? Uh, Dijon Murray. 
Oh, yeah. Sell us DeJounte. When I was doing the My Guys, I was sort of, I think I'm more inclined to go for a player that I think is going to break out each year. Yeah. And I sort of thought it would happen last year. I didn't take DeJounte this time, um, but I took him last year. Sort of, it was still signs that it might happen, yep. but it doesn't. Yep. But it's just, he's a smart point guard. He's athletic. Those two steals, roughly two steals a game that like can rise when he's the backcourt doesn't get so clustered yep. in Spurs. Yeah. It's just the, the the upside's there, and yeah. I think it's it's inevitably will like eventually become that great player. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. I mean, you might you might miss out on his breakout season this year. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the year that you don't yeah. have him, but uh, I mean, last year he, he was ranked 70, 76 overall. Um, what yeah, one point seven steals a game, um, and that's in was it twenty six minutes a game? Yeah. Am I reading that right? Yeah, yeah shit. Yeah, twenty six no, minutes a game. That's insane. That's that's definitely going to go up this year. Yeah, like, I feel like I don't know why it took Popovich so long, but it took him a while to get Derek White and Dejounte Murray playing together. Yeah, I think it was the shooting. Yeah. honestly, that they both sort of lacked a bit of shooting. But um, yeah, he looks like he's primed for a breakout this year. Um, where did he go in our draft? Actually, Callum took him. I Callum, feel like it was like seventh or eighth round. Dejounte. Oh, no, I think Chris got him actually. Chris got him in the seventh round. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's that's really good value because he put up. You know, basically that value. You know, maybe a bit more than that value um, last year in 26 minutes. So I think there's yeah, no yeah. way he's not going to go better than that. Yeah. And it's, it's solely been on that rotation as well. We like you're just waiting for Popovich to just give him a consistent 30. Mm. Yeah, and mm. so hopefully it is his year. Yeah. So definitely, definitely a guy you can get a bit later who who can fill up the stats um, and get a lot of steals. Basically, mm. um, you know, he's not a big point scorer. Um, so something again you have to take into consideration, but I think those point those guys that don't score very low drop because of that because it's mm. it's hard you know we're, we're so concentrated on points early on in the draft that yeah. it can be can be difficult to get make that ground up if you yeah. take someone that doesn't score much early they which, they go quicker yeah yeah um, all right well my speaking of not not scoring many points my guy my first my guy um, is Lonzo Ball um, the original <laughs> Ball. <laughs> yeah. um, now, I don't know why. Everyone, I know it's the percentages. Mm. He's, he can't shoot free throws. He, he can't, his field goal percentage sucks. He turns the ball over a lot. <laughs> You're selling it. <laughs> he doesn't score much. Yeah. He doesn't score much. But Lonzo Ball puts up stats. This guy is someone who fills up the stat sheet. And in certain builds, and one of my favorite builds to do is just punt the, category, punt the percentages and punt turnovers. Um, and... For Lonzo Ball, like someone like that, he is perfect in that situation. Um, and he's like a top 25 player, basically, in, in that kind of a build because he gives you rebounds as a guard position. He's high in assists. He shoots threes. He's actually increased his three-point percentage up to like 37% yeah, last year. Yeah, he's, he's a decent shooter. Um, gets the steal in half a game and gets nearly uh, gets over half a block a game. So mm. he fills up in like multiple categories. And as someone that... I feel like I've had him two years in a row now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're, we're doing a slow dynasty draft. I'm considering taking him with my next pick now. He just always seems to be there for me. So mm. I, th- I don't know. I don't know why people don't like him, but I mean, it has to be the percentages, yeah. but it's just ugly. Yeah. He only shoots one free throw a game. You can live with that. Even if, if like his negative and free throw percentage is not even his worst category and he's shooting 56%. What is it, turnovers? It's, um, yeah, turnovers is his worst and field yeah. goal percentage is after that. Um, so, like, 
he's yeah, he's not going to hurt your free throws. It's easily recoverable yeah. if you get some good free throw shooters earlier. It's it's not a big deal at all. No, I'll accept in the right build, he can be super valuable. Yeah, I mean, when I picked him, everyone was like saying it was a reach, but I was like, no, he's he's perfect. Where did you take him? Fifth round. I got him at the, the end of the fifth round, so pick fifty. Yeah, reach. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But no, in, in my build, he's a top in your 40 build, guy. It's fine. He's yeah. a top forty guy in my build. I guess it's build. just he was so far from like someone I was looking at at the time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it took me off guard. <laughs> if you if you're trying to look after your percentages and you're really worried about that, or in, even in like a rotisserie league, yeah, he's someone that you obviously let slide. But yeah. he is on a contract year as well. Could have a big. He plays well with Zion too. Yeah. I'm telling you, like yeah. that that combo works mm. really really well. It did, we didn't get to see it much last year, but I was watching those games because he's mm. my guy. <laughs> <laughs> and like he he had that link with Zion. He was getting those full court passes, yeah. easy yeah. assists. Um, so and the spacing works well with those two as well. So I, I really liked Lonzo this season, mm. um, and I still think that he's the better ball brother. I think he oh. will be the better ball brother than than a mellow ball. Yeah, mm. I think the jump shot will separate him. Okay. So, yeah. Hot take. Who's your Who's your next my guy, Jermaine? Next my guy is Andrew Wiggins. Now <laughs> you're gonna have to sell me on this one because that's a controversial one. Why is he your guy? This guy had a he had a great season last season. I'll say that. Did he? He did. No, he really did. Let me read oh, this out. Hit hit me. Twenty points, five rebounds, four assists, almost a steal and a block. Like literally, like one steal and point eight blocks or something like that. 46 from the field goal, 77 from free throw. So that's still, you know, depending on your build, but he can give you two three-pointers per game as well. Yeah, look, his, his, his three-pointers has improved yeah. each year, so I'll give him that. Mm. Um, and the, the one block and steal, and that's for a shooting guard. Shooting guard small forward. I think you reckon he's getting that now that like the Warriors are back, though? I think I think like he's... Like, Kelly Oubre's in there now. Like I think his play... So I think the way he played last season is a bit more poised now. I think he's kind of, you know, he's he's. I think he's accepted his role on the Warriors a bit better than he has in past in past teams, and I think maybe being coached under Steve Kerr, he might be able to utilize his um his athleticism a bit bit, yeah. bit more and channel it towards those those categories. And I think from what I saw last season, I mean, forty six used to shoot like forty one percent from the field goal, and now he's shooting like forty six, which is a pretty decent jump in the last few years. So I think he's matured a, a bit more in the last few seasons. Yeah. Hence why I think he might be... I don't think he's going to average 20 points per game. No. No, not on this team. But I think he'll still be fairly efficient in the way he gets his buckets. And maybe even... See, efficient is not a, not a word that we use. Yeah, I don't hey, <laughs> we this, this dude definitely was not my guy, similar to you. <laughs> but I think, I think after what I saw last year and knowing what the Warriors are about, I think he can be used well. Did you draft him? No, no, Sam, I Sam was, drafted him. I was going to though. You, you were. You, I was waiting. Yeah, I, was so gonna, I thought it was going to drop. Honestly, Sam drafted him in the tenth round at pick ninety two. So, yeah. which is exactly dead on his value last year. He was ranked ninety two. So, yeah. I feel um, like not, he's going to drop from that inevitably. You think so? I or think his role's going to drop. I think. Well, yeah. It depends if you, if you're like Jermaine, you think he's he's going to be an efficient scorer on the Warriors. Um, I think he will. I, I don't How know. Efficient if I... is efficient for Andrew Wiggins. Like oh. He's still going to be trash from the free throw line. That's yeah. Not... It's free throw. Yeah, he's still not going to be there. But I still, I think his his field goal goes what? No, I think 40, I think I think he averages he averages better more threes. Yeah. I think he'll less turnovers slightly, but I think his I think his steals and his blocks might just go up just a tiny bit. 
Look, he's, he's averaged one steal every season except for last season. Yeah, so I think he steals. I think the I blocks think, was yeah. a bit of an anomaly. I, no, I think the I think the block stays. I think he might they might he might be able to to get something out. I'm I'm excited. Like mm. not from a fantasy standpoint, but I was excited when Andrew Wiggins got traded to the Warriors because yeah. I thought like he'll do around better, a good man. team, good coaching, he can like become more of a slasher three point shooter and really use that athleticism. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where he goes from here. But from a fantasy standpoint, I don't know. He's just one of those guys that just scores inefficiently. Doesn't do anything else. Yeah, rebounds, think. assists. It's <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. No steals. You'll see him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like a little bump up in every category. That's yeah, all. All right, and, that, and that's that's what I reckon he's capable of. Okay, Mark, who's your second, my guy? Uh, I touched on it a little before, uh, but Nolan's Noel. Nolan's. Yeah. yeah. I'm always usually pretty big on the defensive categories when. I make the fantasy, my fantasy teams. I yep. think they're the hardest to come by, so then the most valuable when players can give you them. Yep. Um, and the fact that when he was at OKC, he's doing it in such limited minutes. And so going to the Knicks where sort of he can potentially be Definitely. playing 30 minutes a game, I was really hot on getting him on my team. Yeah, 100%. And, and you got him late at a, at a steal in, in our draft. Like I, I'm looking at like the steals of the draft. That could that could well be the best pick in the draft Like if things turn out mm. right. Because he's definitely... Like a few years ago when he was playing in Philadelphia, like he was going in like the top thirty. Yeah. Like it was people were very high on him. Yeah. And and that talent is still there. Like he still can get the steals and blocks which everyone wanted him for. Um, so I think um, I think that's... Yeah, I'm... I'm you're winning me over with Nerlens Noel there. I think um, he's, he's a good selection there. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I know I, I have a player on the Knicks on my fantasy team. I picked up Alec Burks, but the the Knicks are just, I don't know. But sometimes those trash teams are like good for your fantasy. Like Alec yeah, Burks was a gun last the year. The Knicks are a different level of trash. <laughs> they're, they're like a mess of a, a rotation. And it's like, it's those bad teams that have like a good clean rotation that I yeah, like, you know. Yeah. You know, like a Chicago Bulls. Like, you, you know who's going to be playing. That's true. The Knicks, they'll mix it up every night. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, maybe maybe Thibodeau with Tibbs there will we'll get a bit more consistency. We know Tibbs likes to play his dudes. Yeah. Um, so that might change this year, but historically the Knicks have been just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think there's a potential for them playing small and? Yeah, I mean Julius Randle can go over the center, which is an absolute disaster. That'll be the most Knicks thing ever. <laughs> that. And just completely neglect their centers. That'd be insane. Yeah. Not surprised, but that's that's what you yeah. That's what you have to deal with as a Knicks fan, I guess. Um, my, my next my guy is um, from the aforementioned Chicago Bulls. Wendell Carter Jr. is my next my guy. He, um, he is someone who I've been very high on since he got drafted. Um, last year, he obviously had the, the Jim Boylan coaching situation going on, yeah. uh, which ruined a lot of fantasy careers. <laughs> him, him and, him and uh, uh, Mark and him sort of suffered a lot at the hands of Jim Boylan. So I'm expecting a bounce back year um, this year. And I think under, we've already seen in the preseason, look, I'll, I'll be honest, he hasn't looked too hot in the preseason, but he's taken a lot of three point shots. He's, yeah. he's, he's getting them up. You like, like that? I like it. I, hey, in my team on, on my fantasy roster I'm punting field goal percentage so yeah. shoot him up big man <laughs> do, do you think because at some point you have to does that take into account winning basketball and then will that earn I, minutes what, what I like then I've, I've seen comments from um, 
Billy Donovan is that he's encouraging him to just keep shooting and I don't think he had that with Jim Boylan and I think the young guys especially on this kind of team these particular young guys need that sort of encouraging coach to, to give them the green light to shoot mm. these kind of shots because if you go back to his college days he was shooting 40% from three mm. like yeah. he, he was a good three point shooter coming to the NBA he hasn't he's dipped well below I think he's Right 90%. down, yeah, right down there in, in terms of the percentage. But but he has shown the capability in the past to do that. Yeah. And I think it's been that sort of like, mm. like he he's been not taking many shots and been taking bad shots. So I think if yeah. he gets the green light, at, at so he, he only averaged 0. 0.7 three point attempts last yeah. season. So uh, in his first in the first half of this pre the first preseason game, he put up five in the first half. So yeah. okay. he's he's going to shoot them. Yeah. Um, and, and I I think you know last year he dropped his block rate. He he averaged one point three blocks in only twenty five minutes in his rookie year. So and last year for some reason at twenty nine it's gone down under a block. Yeah. I think that can come back up. Um, and he's just someone who has the ability to and Jim Bullen never did this he's got the ability to pass like this guy is a good passer yeah. um, so I think if they use him in some more facilitation roles he can get those assists up to sort of mm. three a game I would say which gives him gives him value as a big guy so Wendell Carter Jr. is my guy <laughs> um, and I, I think there's a lot of those Chicago Bulls players that can have bounce back yeah. yeah I think they're just going to be a lot better team in general uh, they're going to be competing Boyle. Jim yeah. Boylan man. they're going to be competing for playoffs I, like that 8th seed they, they've got a, a decent chance if everyone stays healthy Definitely. plays well they got some good pieces hopefully that that helps out alright we'll go through one more my guy each let's, let's quickly rattle them off Jermaine your last one uh, I got Colin Sexton Oy, okay so uh, points you love points I, I like points, but I like his efficiency as well. Yeah, which is which is something that surprised a lot of other pe- a lot of people as well. So, yep. last two months of that of last season, he averaged twenty five points, three rebounds, four assists, but on forty seven percent from the field goal and 38 percent from the three as yep. well. Excellent so, for efficiency. Yeah, and he gets to the eighty percent from the free throw. Pretty good. You can get to the line more. Guess yeah, guess to about four times four attempts yeah, per if, game. If he was to increase that, that would that would definitely increase his yeah. value, which is probably his next step. I, I that's say. and that's what I think he is next. He will do this season. The ball's going to be a bit more in his hands. He's going to continue to use his um, athleticism to get to the rack and just if he can get to the rack six times a game. What about his threes? Yeah. He's, he's, three, he's hit one and a half a game each season. Do you reckon that's going to increase? Uh, I, I'd like to think so, just because he's got a good he got a good free throw shot. You know, he just continues to that you know, get his range from that. So, I, I think he'll, he might creep to, to two. But I think his um his strength is is in that free throw, getting to the line. Look, my my problem with with Sexton, yeah, he scored twenty points a game last year. He yeah. was the hundred eighth ranked player. Yeah, like he's that classic. I mean, this just seems to be your guys, Jermaine. But <laughs> <laughs> um, like guys who score and do yeah. little else. He does. Um, he three three rebounds, four assists is literally like, three rebounds, that's three, bad. three assists. Yeah, yeah that, that that's bad for. The, but I think he creeps to that neutral ground. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I think he's got those other categories locked. Yeah. Maybe his field goal does go a little bit down, but to get forty percent as a forty-seven percent as a as a point guard, oh, that's good. You yeah. got to be you got to have a very high IQ and very offensively aware. So I think those things stay constant, and he just kind of increases those other those other parts of his game just a little bit, which is why I think he can have some pretty good value in fantasy. Who ended up getting sex in our draft? Did you get in Jermaine? No, I don't. Sam. Know. Sam. Sam's oh. just stealing everyone's Yeah, players, everyone's, right? everyone's getting... So you, you didn't get any of my guys this year. Oh, you got Draymond. Yeah, I got Draymond. Okay. Yeah, so you got one of your my guys. <laughs> well, he did, 
I, I chose some other guys over him. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Probably different build this year than what you, you're used to. I know you, yeah. this is the first time I've seen you do a free throw punt build. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, who's your last my guy? Um, it's a guy that I'm not actually hot on anymore, <laughs> but I had to give him a shout out. <laughs> Where's Matthews? Where's Matthews? <laughs> <laughs> He was the perennial. Yeah, I feel like for a good four or five years, probably like when he ended in Dallas was when my love affair for Wes Matthews ended. But (laughs) for I reckon four or five seasons in a row, I always took Wes Matthews. And like looking at his stats, don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like get a steal a game. Um, he was always okay, the kind of guy that was a better real life player than fantasy yeah, player. Yeah, so yeah. maybe you just—I like, was just playing my GM. My yeah, games mixed up. <laughs> maybe you were hoping that one day it would just translate. Yeah, you know? I thought maybe he'd just take the next step, get like seventeen points a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not hot on him anymore. Yeah, I see. So do, you, do not draft him. <laughs> don't, don't, don't draft uh, bloody Wes Matthews. Where's he even playing these days? Is like he, he's on the Lakers. Oh yeah, he went to yeah, the Lakers. So That's actually not bad. He's a three Hey, yeah. It's not a bad pickup. Them. I, I actually yeah. don't mind that. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a good defender, but like you said, it just doesn't yeah. translate to stats. Have to give him a shout out. Shout out he's, to he's he's the true my guy. Um, <laughs> all right, my last my guy is Bogdan Bogdanovic, who I think I've had him at least for part of the season for the last three years. Um, I think I've tried to trade him to most of you guys yeah, for, the, got a few offers. for the yeah. past three years. Yeah. Um, but someone who I just like, I feel like always gets disrespected yeah. and just drops. Like I got him in the 14th round, the same round that you got Nerlens in the well. Uh, I was at the start of that round, but this guy is going to start this year, isn't he not? Like, I, I feel like there's no way. He's... It's a bit unknown in yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta's like, if he was still in Kings, he would have gone way earlier than that. But, but, the, just... but the, he came off the bench at the Kings. Yeah, but he was still playing like 30 minutes a game. 28. Like he, okay. he, he has scope to increase his minutes and he has scope to just be in a, in a different role. Um, he's a, he's a great facilitator. He can pass the ball really well. Mm. Um, one thing that is, I I keep sort of forgetting, but he's, he's not a great free throw shooter, which continually surprises me. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, I, I feel like at any point he can increase that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he's a good three point shooter. Great so, shooter yeah. so I don't know why his free throw percentage is, is poor. Um, and is enough to sort of drag you down a little bit, but yeah. I feel like at any point he can get that better. So yeah. I feel like on this Hawks team, it, yeah. this Hawks team is going to be run up and down with Trey Young, like, yeah. and, and he's going to have some secondary facilitator roles on this team. Um, so I, yeah, I, I love Bogdan Bogdanovich, especially if you get him late in the draft. Like I got yeah. him pick one hundred and thirty-one in our draft. So mm. there's no way I don't, I don't think he can go lower. Surely his usage drops. Like there's no way he had a decent usage in Sacramento and he's yeah. joining the highest usage player in the league. He had usage of 22 last year, so look, that, maybe that's maybe that drop. maybe that drops down to just under 20. But I think his assists are dropping this year, which was kind of why he was like sneaky valuable. Was he? No, I, I think his assists could still be there. Like he's going to be the secondary playmaker. I mean, Rondo yeah. Rondo's there, but. He's already been unhealthy this preseason. Like I feel like there's a reason he dropped the 14th round. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, um, my, he's my guy. Bogdanovich. Two point seven three. He's fifteen rebounds. Oh, yeah, he's good. I was I was, good. I was high on him in in, um, in Sacramento, and I was yeah. I was I'm sure we were all waiting for him to get traded to a better situation. He's young. Like he. He's, no, he's not. I, I just looked him up. He's, 20, he he's 28 old. years old. Oh yeah, yeah, he came over. He's only had, yeah. he's only played three seasons. Yeah, I was I was like, yeah, I guess he is a bit older than yeah. than that, but. He's he's yeah. still he's, he is prime. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's a he's a great talent. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be tough getting, cracking that rotation. Yeah. Oh, getting consistent. He didn't go to a good fantasy situation. Well, I also well I, I would disagree. I think Sacramento last year in particular when they 
randomly slowed down the pace. Um, just was like they were one of the last in terms of pace in the NBA yeah. last year. So I think the Hawks, the the decrease in usage will be offset by the increase in pace that yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that he's starting and could like yeah, he played 29 minutes last year. He could play 32, 33 minutes a game um, because they Kevin got is still there. Yeah, Kevin Porter, are you re- nah, yeah, he's, I, oh, he's, he's not, not bad. Player. He's my guy. <laughs> no, too many my guys, but, but um, nah, I feel like they've got they've got aspirations to make the playoffs this year. Like they they, they want to be in the hunt for the playoffs, so they're going to play their best guys. They signed him into a huge contract. Like he he got he's getting paid eighteen million dollars a year. Yeah, so I feel like the money talks. Like they want him playing minutes. I don't know. It's a risk. Yeah. Well, he's my guy. He's <laughs> my guy. So. Um, That'll do it for today. We've got one more podcast that we're going to record before the season starts, which is going to be our NBA awards predictions, um, standings predictions. So stay tuned for that. We are exactly, what are we, what day is today? Wednesday, Thursday. We're less than a week away to the NBA starting. So exciting times, as Callum would say. Um, For those of you who are drafting this last weekend, the last weekend to do it, good luck, all the best. Um, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit us with any questions down below. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, subscribe there and um, tell your mates. Otherwise, we will catch you guys later. See ya.